Hello and welcome, everyone, to Here's the Thing. This is the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. This is a special week. It sure is. Uh, My name's Josh. I'm joined by Tyler. And for the first time ever, we have social media marketing and uh, social influencer extraordinaire, Stuart Hardy. Extraordinaire. I like it. Yeah. Is that... What do you what do you normally I title usually go with a more Stuart? lengthy title. That was kind of that was kind of short. <laughs> okay, well what do you what so. do you title yourself, Stuart? <laughs> I'm a social media guru. Okay. All right, perfect. That's even that's better. My, yeah. That's a awesome. little more. I'm actually precise. learning that kind of for the first time right now. But that's nice. cool. That's cool. That's the great thing about getting to have a guest on here is we get to learn things about each other together. Pick the brain. So do you want to give the listeners an idea, Josh, or I guess Josh and Stuart, of how this kind of came to be via our relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So Stuart and I actually went to college together, the same college that Tyler and I went to college together at. There was a lot of the words <laughs> college and together. Through the transitive property, you might say I went to college with Stuart. We, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, you most Tyler <laughs> also went to college with Stuart is what I was trying to get at. We all went to college together is what I'm talking about. So, um, Stuart and I were, uh, same year in college, um, and Tyler was a couple years behind. And so we were all in college together at one point. That's how that works. Usually if mm. people stick around long enough, man, you are I'm just rambling. Really, you are just, I don't saying so many words. Right now. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Anyway. <clears throat> so Stuart and I got to know each other pretty well in college. We had a lot of the same classes, hung out a lot. We had a lot of the same friends and stuff like that. Um, and so, uh, Stuart and I became pretty good buddies and, um, and then later Tyler and I became pretty good buddies. And so here we are. So Stuart, you tell us, you, you're the expert on you. So you tell us about you, where you're from, kind of like your journey to this, to this, your whole life has brought you to this moment. This point. So hit us with it. Uh, well, you don't want the whole story. Uh, trust me, I'll, the whole podcast will consist of me eyeing and uh, trying to figure out what I want to say next. But um, what brought me to this point? Where, where am I from? I'm from Indiana. Uh, so that's, um, yeah, yeah. that's something we also share in common, I believe. Uh, I'm from the Midwest. I'm stuck in California. Uh, a lot of I get a lot of grief for that because um, a lot of people appreciate the weather out here and most of my friends and family are back in the Midwest, so anytime I talk to them and tell them, oh, it's, you know, it's so cold, it's 60 degrees, and they're like, uh, you know, that's not cold at all. Uh, but I, I'm in California. I've known Tyler, I know we've run, we, we mentioned this, that we've, we've run across each other here and there somewhere in college. I know we've had a conversation or two. I don't remember you that well, to be honest. Um, it's okay. I'm not that memorable. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Stop I not say that. But now you're um, on my podcast, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, um, I I graduated college. I went on to do church work for a little while. Uh, really enjoyed it, and um, I went uh, after that. Um, I moved to California. Um, my now ex-wife is from California, so it was a logical choice at the time. Uh, we had a child who is my my whole world, and um, I do. Moving out to California, I didn't have, there was no plan. There was no like, oh, here's where I'm going to work or here's where we're going to stay. It was just, let's go. Like, okay. 
So when we got out of here, I didn't have anything for work. Um, and I, my first job was at Walmart uh, at, you know, with a college degree at, tw- how old was I, 26? Uh, here I am at Walmart. So that was an interesting experience. Um, not that we haven't all had our ups and downs, but that was surely a down. What'd you do um, at Walmart? A couple things. I started in the back room. So a lot of what a lot of us did in college, unloading trucks of, full of merchandise. So yeah. just because that's what I knew. So that's where the, the position they hired me for. And then they then they put me in electronics, uh, which, you know, which was a step up, so to speak. But it's still Walmart. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know mind. it's. I know a lot of people that work at Walmart, and I know it. They always. Everybody talks about it like that. Like it's such a humbling thing, and a lot of people love it. Like they want to make their life career there, and that's what. Yeah, that's you know, it's a per- preference thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your thing, but no. but uh, it's it's interesting though because it, it's so many stories you hear. A lot of people that you know that achieve greatness, they're they're always as a common tale of. I wouldn't call Walmart a rock bottom, and I don't want to offend anybody that works at Walmart. But yeah, but you never saw yourself. You you came out of college with a degree. You you didn't see yourself ever, you know, advancing to a position at Walmart. That's kind of where you would expect yourself to start and grow from, not to a, a place you end up after a bunch of hard work for a decade. Right. Yeah, so. and that's right on the money. You're you're absolutely right. And again, I, I'm with you. I'm I don't say anything against uh, Walmart in order you know, to offend someone or someone I've got, I actually was there last, the same Walmart I work at. I was there last night and saw one of the guys that still works there and had a great conversation. I don't, I don't look down to him or anything like that. It's just, I, I couldn't handle it. Uh, so a friend of mine by the name of, uh, John Warden, I think Josh, you might know who that is. We, yeah, uh, yeah. he got me a job at a call center, which is what I did all through college. And, um, I don't like sales. I'm not good at it, but he got me a job there and I actually turned out to be pretty good at what they needed. <laughs> And they ended up moving me to what we would call the back end. So they were selling Google AdWords marketing campaigns. And uh, eventually they moved me to um, setting up Google AdWords campaigns, which is definitely a step up from the sales floor, the position I was at. I was an opener. That's that's interesting. I actually didn't know that that's how you kind of got oh, into yeah. the, the social stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that interesting. definitely was a transition that brought me to you know social media. So that was the start. And I won't bore you with all the details, but... You know, in the middle, I, in the midst of that, I learned, you know, Google AdWords. I learned Facebook marketing, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And I just, I started working on building a personal brand and reaching out to people. And now, um, you know, I have uh, have quite a few clients uh, that I work with. And I'm so, not, is that is that what you're doing full time now? N- yes and no. Uh, my day job, uh, I work for a company called ProSites, and uh, we. Uh, I do social media there, but it's more of a, what's the right word for it? More of a corporate cut and paste kind of thing. It's not really the creative, um, yeah. you know, outlet that I need. Yeah. So I it's that have, thing where, you know, like there's other people that could be doing exactly what you're doing. So it's not, it's not filling your, it's not filling your six success pipe i don't know what the word is but yeah, you know no. you don't feel like you don't feel like you're you that sounded dirty the, i know mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel, anytime you use pipe it's never I good feel like <laughs> i feel like that's a great t-shirt though it's not filling your success not filling pipe. your success Ooh, your success pipe but no no you know what i'm saying though like you you uh-huh. you like because I, I get that i've been there before you just feel like another cog yeah. 
you just yes, feel like another wheel yes, in the cog or whatever exactly. it's called where you're just you're you're clocking in and out and what you're doing is not really contribute it's not fulfilling you you don't feel like you're contributing anything that somebody else couldn't when you start your own business or when you start doing something that you know nobody else can do it like you can and you get to brand it and put your name on it it's mm. a completely different world it's kind of like Josh and I with this podcast or Josh with your yeah. blog or anything else you've done like once you can put your brand on it and it's yours then the entrepreneur in you is is it just it lights a fire and Fulfilled. you're ready to and i think that's yeah. a lot of people crash and burn because they get they get ahead of themselves and they go all oh, in yeah. full speed ahead and you know what you're doing is smart so you've got your 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 day job air quotes i'm air quoting listeners mm-hmm. um you've got you <laughs> you've got your day job and then you've got your passion exactly right? yep and so that's i have <clears throat> excuse me i won't go into a lot of detail uh for a few reasons but i have um Several people, not people, several companies that I work with, what we would call on the side as far as side work. And it um, keeps, keeps me very busy. Um, once we're done here, I have uh, some Instagram stuff to do. I got some posts to create. The holidays are coming up. I got to make a post for, I don't know, too many clients uh, for the holidays. <laughs> I got something to do for that. So, um, So I wouldn't say that I'm where I want to be yet. And I don't know if that's really a thing. I don't know if anyone ever gets somewhere and says, oh, this is it. I'm done. I've made it. Um, I don't well, think I am. Should, but so. Except for Josh, which is great. <laughs> which <Good>. is <laughs> on the couch. Which he's, is a lie. On the couch <laughs> he's sitting on right now. Right, do yeah. you uh, Now, do you, are, do you have something to do with the sponsored ads that pop up on my Facebook feed? I don't. A lot of my clients don't, don't like to spend money. Hence, me having multiple clients as opposed right. to just one thus, great client. <laughs> thus, thus the um, struggle in thus, the advertising world. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I'm not respon- I'm very familiar with those. I'm not responsible for any as of late. I've done a few here and there. Uh, if you are an MMA fan or a fan of Tito Ortiz or Chuck Liddell, you might have seen something that I've put up. But other than that, you probably haven't seen any of any of my work via advertising. So I don't know a whole lot about it, but basically what you do, I mean, it's, um, what's the word? It's like, you go through the demographics and ages, all that stuff. Like do you it's actually, pin- yeah. When you put, when you put Josh, and I think you're familiar with this, but when you run a Facebook yeah. ad or an Instagram ad, the, well, you think about all the information that you give willingly <laughs> to Facebook. You're, I mean, your age, I, okay, no big deal. How many kids you have, but yep. Facebook has family demographics for like, a, a, a single mother of three that has a minivan. Like you can narrow. Wow. Your, yeah. Right. It's creepy. Yeah. You can. Yeah. I'm sure. Your stuff. Yeah. Your advertising down to that. I'm sure it gets even creepier than that if we really knew how much oh, how does. much information that we've given out unknowingly, it gets, unwillingly. This is how this is how creepy it gets, and this may be the conspiracy theorist in me, but Cecilia and I have talked about. Yeah. This. Do it. We will have conversations. <laughs> I won't even do an internet search. We will have conversations about something. And the next day, that will show up in my Facebook feed as a sponsored post. Oh, man. And I'm like, cameras are on your I, I never, don't like that. I never searched it. I know for a fact I never searched it. No. I never typed it in uh-uh. anything. We just had a conversation. But that's how creepy it gets. And I don't, I don't necessarily think people are listening in on my phone all the time. But I do think that they're smart enough to be able to profile people to know what I'm going to be looking for. Sure. Based on my what you've looked for well we've we've casey and i've talked about that before it's it like you can google something like just real quick like have a quick thought and look something up and then go to your facebook and it's already in your newsfeed as a yep like they know you looked you looked at something along these lines like you google 
you know, workout clothes, you know, just looking at because you got a thought and you want to see what's new in the workout clothes arena. And now all of a sudden there's five different companies trying to sell you workout clothes on social media, fitness plans and everything else. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like there's gym membership, you know, gym deals or whatever popping up on your newsfeed. That's I think that's crazy. For me, I went to um, uh, I went to MeUndies.com. There's supposed to be some pretty fantastic uh, undergarments. And so I went through the checkout process. I picked out the ones I wanted, and I was like, ah, maybe later, because they're twenty bucks. And I was like, that's a lot of money for that in my world. But and they're antimicrobial. I actually found a better brand. I'll tell you guys about. Oh, later. okay, but, um, cool. The uh, you guys have talked about your underwear before. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think recall. Stuart and I have ever oh, okay. actually talked about that. <laughs> We're about to though. Apparently, <laughs> We're gonna. <laughs> We're getting guys into it. exclusive here on here's the thing. <laughs> I will We're talk about undies. I will, I'll sit that one out. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. Myself. We can talk about we can talk about underwear. Well, I'll make it brief. Anyway, I'm the guy. I, up- I will oh, make it brief. Oh, oh man, did it. nice. <laughs> Not even on purpose. I'm that good, guys. So, so you you almost checked out. Yeah, so I almost checked out. I put this specific style, like specific print, in in the checkout. I didn't buy it. I clicked. I exited the site. Went about my day. Two or three days later, it, here it comes in my newsfeed. The exact same pair that I looked at. Not wow. similar. Same brand. Same print. Like, hey, you forgot these. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't want to buy them for a reason, and now you're creeping me out. I'm not going to buy anything. I made a conscious choice. No, exactly. thank you. <laughs> That's yeah. sad. Yeah, that's creepy. I mean, okay, so it makes me think of Black X. That's the best uh, best brand of men's underwear. So it makes what you, is it? It makes you think of Black. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just say your brand again. That's it, and I'll be done. Saks S A X X. Okay. Best I'll look brand. Them up. Don't buy them at the buckle. They're literally thirty or forty dollars a pair. Mm. I haven't Max. seen a buckle in a long time. <laughs> oh, we got we got buckles in Virginia, man. We used to have one here, and it closed down. Huh. The one that was in uh, Maryville. Yeah. Oh man, I remember that, that. mall is it look that mall Trash is a man. lot different than what you remember. Really? Man. Yeah. Is it that like was... the one up in Hammond? It's not nice. What? Anymore. It it's was... not as bad as the one in Hammond, okay. but it is Ooh. not. That was nice that was anymore. my backyard, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. For two years. And it was nice back then. That's crazy. So what yeah, I was gonna say is a lot of that stuff reminds me of Black Mirror. I because I, I, I just watched yes. Josh, I just watched the last episode. Stuart, have you seen that show? Can't do it. We talked about it a couple podcasts ago, and I just watched the last episode today, just a few hours ago. It's disturbing. And um, yeah, when you watch that show, what it does, unlike a lot of shows, because it's it relates so much to our world, like the stuff we're talking about, this yeah. creepy, you search something and now it's popping up on social media and all that stuff. Um, it really gets your wheels turning and makes you start thinking about stuff and uh, or the way things are headed. And it's it's that's what's so scary about it. It's not like a scary movie where you think, wow. That would be scary if that thing was really happening or if that was a real thing. It's like, man, it's, it's going to be scary when that's happening because it's coming. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. And, um, yeah, that's that's kind of what that makes me think of is, is you when you say stuff like that, it reminds me how close we are to just yeah, just scary stuff. Yeah. implants in our so necks. I, and yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're entering. I feel like we're entering topic territory. Yeah. So for anybody that is uh, joining us for the first time or is a recent um, new listener, uh, I'll explain real quick kind of how we do things. Um, we like to talk about 
pretty much whatever we want to talk about on this podcast. So usually um, when it's just Tyler and I, we each bring a topic to the podcast. Um, and we've had guests on to talk about a particular topic before. Um, I have a feeling I know what Stuart wants to talk about. So that was kind of why I interjected this here. So we'll let Stuart take off on um, what he wants to talk about. But uh, so we're just going to throw some stuff out real quick and we're going to talk about it and um, we're going to see where it goes. Usually we think it's going to go one way. Spoiler alert. It usually doesn't. <laughs> but we're OK uh, with that. Cause and that's fine. Yeah, it's it's OK. It's we usually just kind of find it along. We the have way. fun. It's natural conversation. It's organic, totally. as they say. So, as Tim Gunn um, would say, apparently. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what that voice was that I just did, but it's Tim Gunn for sure. Yep. So I didn't know that I could do that impression, and now I do. You nailed it. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Stuart, what what would you like to talk about today, sir? So I definitely want to talk about social media marketing. I don't know how many. Um, and it's not a pitch. Like it's just. Things that I've come across, things that are interesting, and things that I think might surprise a lot you, of people. Go ahead. Okay, I don't. I don't mean to interrupt you, but you no. can absolutely pitch yourself on the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. Like I, right. I okay, I will, I'll do it for you. Oh, I'll no. do a. I'll do a short one for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, give him an intro. I'll take it. Anybody, anybody that's listening to this podcast, and you're going to listen. First of all, I don't. I don't need to tell you that Stuart freaking knows what he's talking about because once he starts talking, you'll understand he knows what he's talking about. But Stuart is in the LA area, which is, you know, Silicon Valley and like the same, the Bay area, like everything, all that right there is social media, like paradise. That's, that's where all that happens. And for Stuart to be able to carve out kind of a market for himself and pick up clients and network is super impressive because everybody there is doing it. Um, so I, Stuart knows what he's talking about. And if, if you have social media needs, I've seen Stuart's work. Stuart taught me a lot of what I know from when I was working in the social media field. So Stuart's good. So if anybody needs Stuart, we'll link your stuff in the, in the episode description and stuff. Um, But for reals, uh, if anybody needs social media help, Stuart's the guy to do it. Thank you, John. Um, So there you go. So continue. Thank you very much. It was very kind. And I'm not going to dispute any of it, but thank you. Um, Well, there is, I do definitely do want to talk, and I, I think more on a consumer level about social media and the things that, that bug us as consumers, because that's something that that I get into with all of my clients is just about every time I'm pitching someone or talking, if they allow me to talk at length about it, I tell them, like, you know, I always try to look at what what content we're putting out and think, not does it serve our purpose, because that's... That's the biggest issue I found with most of the business owners I've dealt with. They're very stoked on their business. Like if you have a business or a new idea or, you know, uh, your podcast, like that's something like you want to tell everyone and you just, it's kind of like, not saying that you guys do this, but it's kind of like wringing people's necks. Like just, this is the greatest thing ever. And you got to listen. It's like, I get that. I get that as a business owner, you've, you've got to be stoked on your product. But the issue that I find, find very often is that, I'll talk to someone and I'll look at their social and all it is is, this is my product, this is my product, this is my product, this is my product. And that's great. That's what a website's for. But you don't right. build a social media following. You don't get people to come buy your stuff. Yeah. By Dude, you, can I tell you, Stuart, what drives yes. me insane? And this this may or may not be related directly to what you do. Probably is, though. Maybe. <laughs> my wife and I have gotten so many 
super friendly Facebook messages from people that we spoke to once in college. You already know where I'm headed, right? Uh, yeah. God. Look, man, I got one the other day. A guy I was friends with in college, he married a girl. I mean, I don't think they're going to listen to the podcast. If they do, don't send me that yeah. kind of message. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, married a, it, buddy. he married a girl uh, that lives in Alaska. Okay, she lives in Alaska. We've covered this before where I live. I'm in Virginia. I've never met her. I live thousands of miles from her. Right. She can I can I should I just read the message on the podcast? It's getting Please. man, this is do it. Just do it. Please. It's getting it's getting I it's getting put them on blast. I have one too. I'll read if you want. Okay, listen. Let's I'm not going to say a name, but You know what? I have one too. So I'll read mine too. <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. Oh, that's Hey Tyler, I've been meaning to message you because I wanted to see if you've ever heard of blank. I'm not even going to give the product any. I'm not even going to give the. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not. It works. It's another one. Oh. I've I've had plenty of those too. Trust yeah. me. Um, it's an all natural plant based ingredients product. And well, you know how the rest of the message goes. Yeah. My team is growing huge here in Alaska. This business is exploding. <laughs> Sorry, time out. No team is growing huge in Alaska. <laughs> There's no sports team growing in Alaska. All five of them. Growing All in Alaska. five of them. Uh, this business is exploding and hasn't even reached ground floor yet. Blank is the future for helping people get healthy. I, I loved it. I opened that up. Was like, hey Tyler, I've been meaning to message you. Like, like she woke up and was like, ah, oh, I've been meaning to awesome. message Tyler, that guy I've never met before. We're I, I don't even think we're Facebook friends. I think it's oh, really because we're a mutual friend. Oh my! She reached God. out to me through her husband, who I was friends with in college. That's a real thing that happened this week. Anyways, that's not I, I pick on that one because it's the most recent. But you can imagine, especially when people see sales or whatever, you know, when they see what I do. Um, hundreds of those in the last couple of years. You would not believe how many I've responded to. It would blow your mind. <laughs> what did you say to them? Uh, I have said nothing. I say I don't want to say anything. Oh, oh, I, I thought respond. you said how many you have responded. I did say that. It was a lot of sarcasm, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I because what do you say? Like, I, I'm I, I, maybe at first, maybe when I was really naive, when it was all a new multi-level marketing and the pyramid schemes on. And it's not all bad. I'm not picking on the companies themselves. But when that's your approach, I've never met you. Like, what do I say? Like, oh, I've been meaning to tell you no. I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) I was just just thinking about not doing this with you. Did you find yours? (laughs) (laughs) um, As soon as I saw your message, I couldn't wait to tell you no. (laughs) I... I couldn't I couldn't find mine, but I have another example. Oh, I did. I did. I just found it. This is fun. Um, All right. Sorry, Stuart. what you were saying was good, but this is a little yeah, bit better right no, now, just for a fun. second. Mine, guys. <laughs> mine was, mine was a little more direct, Tyler, and it's somebody that I know a little bit better, but um, it applies. And it, again, if this person listens to the podcast, I love you, man. We're good friends. You know, we're good friends. I was in your wedding, oh, but man, oh, <laughs> oh, that is a name drop, bro. But right. don't don't do this stuff. So here's <laughs> here's what I got sent. Hey, Josh, would you be opening? open to allowing me the opportunity to speak about my business on the podcast. I know most every topic is covered already on there in the past. Um, This after having already spoken to this person about the business that he's in and it being an absolutely a pyramid scheme, multi-level marketing type thing. Um, Which again, like I, like I understand people like, 
okay, Stuart, you you know what I'm talking about here when you t- when because it's a Gary Vaynerchuk like repeated mantra. Yeah. I just I was trying to say the word mantra and it came out mantra. Mantra. When when you want like when you want to exchange services or when you want to exchange influence or whatever, you always offer you if you're the one approaching the subject, yes. you always offer more than you're asking for. Mm-hmm. Give it away. That's that's just how that works. You can try so, it the other way. I you can you absolutely can. But what's going to happen is what's face. happening now. I'm mm-hmm. saying no, thank you. Exactly. But the deal is like. I understand like trying to network or whatever. I understand yeah, that's yeah. how that works. You have to reach out, but I got a great when you're, when you're not offering anything in exchange, you're just saying, Hey, can I come on your podcast and talk about my multi-level marketing, whatever? <laughs> and there's no exchange. There's no like, yeah, well, here's, it's, here's what I can some, do for you in exchange products, or whatever. You know why you though? Try out or... That, that message was not typed out for you. My message was not typed out for me. That message no. was that, that message, right. Other than well, changing actually, the five Tyler... letters of my name, I was about to say right. your name. You at least got a name. Hey. I didn't. Here's mine. Oh, yeah. It's just hey. Mine. Okay, yeah. Do it. Do it. Hey, man. Yeah, there it is. It's a great original start. I hope everything is going well. So do I. My dad and I just got involved <laughs> in a business called Team National. Oh, I said the name. Oh, I don't even. It is a company that offers fantastic I can bleep deals. it if you want, Stuart. <laughs> what? I can I insert a dolphin oh, yeah, noise if you want. <laughs> uh, for online shoppers, it is a two-pronged company. So not just one. That is both a multi-level market. He even said it. It's a multi-level marketing company. Oh, on no. On top of the savings through online shopping. I'm pretty sure I get that anyways, dude. Like, <laughs> I shop hard. I think that you would be great at this. Great at what? At shopping? What? Please look it up on Google and YouTube and call me back in a day or two to let me know what you think. <laughs> I actually responded, and I said, okay, I'll check it out. Thanks. Like that was I, that was kind. Like I'm going to, and then he responded like a month later, not even. Just touching base with you about the business my dad is starting to work with. I'd like for you to watch the video on Y Team National on uh, YouTube when you have a chance. Thanks. He's 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 organically generating views for his video. Yeah, the best part is <clears throat> there's no link to the video in my message. Oh my gosh. Gorilla. Wow, that's terrible. I was going to say that's gorilla marketing, but Except that's not stupid. how that works. And gorillas market way better. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. So we nice. interrupted Stuart, but you were going some, okay. somewhere. Um, well, actually, before I get into that, because that's going to be a long rabbit trail, <clears throat> I wanted to, um, I, w- I won't drop any bombs, but I wanted to briefly talk about because i listened to your um bad words episode oh yeah 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 and i wanted to ask you tyler um do you is is your is your child to the point where she's giving you whole phrases back is she speaking in whole phrases yet like like three three word to four word phrases nice. like That's she's good. yeah like she's two two and three two and four months now hey okay. but, let me insert this here too. I don't know if we've announced it. We just announced it on oh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're having another kid. Well, I, my Woo-hoo! wife is having a kid. I helped. Congratulations! Her. I helped her have it. I'm so happy we can finally like. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about this. it more because I'm gonna, so happy. Hey, look, I want to have her on. Uh, I want to have her on the podcast to talk about pregnancy and anxiety. Ooh, She's good at both. That of would those. Be great. She's good at both of those things. She's good at being pregnant and anxious. <laughs> yeah. I decided I wanted. Oh, to, I decided great. I wanted to come talk about it. Let's kick off the new year. Let's let's make that our. I saw 
I saw her hand do the what the heck? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what she did. That little, that yeah. little. Uh, yeah, I said that. In front, like listeners are like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe like, he said that." And his wife is gonna kill him when she hears it. No, she's right here. It's fine. She heard it live. She's, she heard it live and in person. <laughs> um, no, she. I, I told her that though. She she's got some stuff to say, so it'd be fun to kick off there. Anyways, yeah. So um, to answer your question, Stuart, yes, my my youngling, uh, she is old enough now to where she is saying little mini sentences and it's real scary. Oh yeah. Well, I had a reality <laughs> check with that one day. Yeah. My daughter came home <clears throat> from daycare and I do my best not to use the bad words in front of her. And I know for a fact I hadn't that day, but I do live in California and I do drive a car. So bad. Mm, words yeah. Just yeah. Gonna it happen makes sometimes sense. When she's in the car. Yep. So I do my best to avoid it, but every once in a while it happens and it hadn't happened that day or anytime recently. And I was, I had dropped something or couldn't find something and I was getting frustrated and I said, what the, and I didn't finish it. And she finished it with really the most emphatic word you could put there. Oh man. And I thought to myself, you know, this is the end of the world. Like my life is over <laughs> uh, because her, and it's not, and I won't get into it in depth, but like, um, co-parenting has been a challenge, shall we say? So I know that if I send her back to her mother and she's saying this phrase, it's curtains for me. Yeah. So, because yeah. it's automatically my fault, which, which is fair. So I, I sat with that for a second and was just like, I, I <laughs> don't know. Like I say that all the time, but I don't say it in front of you, and I am not ready for you to start saying that. So yeah. I definitely had to have a reality check, and I had actually hung out with a friend of mine a month or two earlier, and he and uh, his wife don't. It's not uh, a lot. But they curse in front of their daughters. It's not like an, just an abundance of it, but it happens. Never once did I hear them say a single curse word that their parents had said. But I did hear my friend, their dad, sit down with his daughters and explain to them adult words. That there are oh, grown-up words a... that grown-ups use. And I'm not okay. saying that that's, you know, everyone should use this method or anything like that. And I don't know if that's even exactly what I did with my kid. But I, I thought about it, and I didn't set her down and just ream her out. I just told her, you know, babies, because she thinks she's still a baby sometimes. Babies don't use those words. Only grown-ups use those words. And again, I'm not, this isn't a method that I'm suggesting to someone. It's just something that I wanted to bring up because I thought it was relative to that conversation. Yeah. It's no, it's 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 definitely, it's tough. It's tough in 2016 and almost 2017 mm -hmm. because it's not just your actions. You have to now, exactly. you can't just put a filter on your own self. You've got to now, there's TV commercials now mm -hmm. where. Well, you're just being in public. Yeah, you know, in, I anywhere. I, I look around, but I'll be at a restaurant. I'll be talking to a buddy and I'll be just letting it fly and then i'll look behind me and there's a kid yeah i don't apologize sure. but i feel bad like ah, i'm not trying to yeah, osmosis yeah. this kid well because when you if know? you were a kid if you're the kid and you hear that like i like when i was a kid and i was super sheltered when i was a kid and i heard that it, like that person's a monster like well that's a bad oh, yeah. bad that's a bad yeah. man because he yeah. said bad words yep and so that you now automatically like it you you don't care what that kid thinks but you do you're like now that that kid yeah. thinks i'm a monster and i don't like that agreed yeah guys I I was watching football today, and you're not going to believe it. The football players use bad language. What? Yeah, the mics picked it up, and they were oh. saying the horrible <laughs> things. awesome. I love it. Twice. I love twice. Look, like, I love. And I were sitting and watching it, and twice, two different times, we were like, oh, Oop. they said that. Yeah, I that's one that. of the weird <laughs> things that I love to see happen, and it's too late. They can't take it back when, like, it's something yeah. that's live, semi-live. 
it's yeah. it's like well it's like wanting to see a car accident like you hope everybody's yeah. okay but you're kind of glad you got to see it yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, man, That's I'm upset well for all the parents whose kids just saw that on that live award show or that sports <laughs> thing. But I'm really happy that it happened. I'm really happy. <laughs> but you're like, you're like, but I just witnessed history. I, exactly. So. exactly. Did you see yeah. when Steve Harvey made the announcement that he misspoke oh, at the Miss America pageant or Miss Universe? No. I mean, I saw the clip. Okay. See, I, didn't see it I was flipping through channels, and I don't watch that stuff. But I was flipping through channels, okay. and there was they were like narrowing it down to the last three. So I stopped. Do you remember that night? Like, my wife will tell you, like, I'm not making this up. I stopped, and I was like, I, she, she was in the other room. Yeah, so Miss Universe was on, and she wasn't even in the room. But, like, I stopped because he was, like, about to announce the winner, and I'm like, oh, is yeah. this happening? I might as well watch here. it. It was not a clip. It wasn't a rewrite. Like, it was happening, and I was just – it, it made it so surreal that I stopped on this channel, and, like, two minutes later, <laughs> this is happening. I screamed. Like, I'm like, Casey, you've got to get in here. You are not going to believe what just happened. Like, I'm going to tell you right now what happened, and you're not going to believe it. So I I literally had to go to, like, YouTube and, like, pull up clips, which obviously were available immediately. Love, oh, yeah, immediately. Yeah. I love that Tyler's like, I don't watch that stuff or anything, but Miss South Dakota totally got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch it. Or did you just anything, did you just inadvertently plug your podcast, your other podcast? I, it was that was just the state that popped into my head. I wanted to pick like a random <laughs> obscure state who probably Mexico's sends like they've never won. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Chad. I don't know. Sorry, Chad. I just wanted a random sure obscure state, state that means nothing to America. Yeah. Where ugly people live, so that contributes oh. nothing to the U.S. of A. <laughs> Sorry, Chad, I didn't mean Ouch. it. Except I'm sure for a, in your state are except lovely. for an awesome gaming podcast. Right, mm. it's so great. That sounded sarcastic. You're on the podcast, man. You gotta give it more. No, no, it's great. I'm, you know what? I'm you know what? Until Chad sponsors us, then we don't have to say we don't have to say anything. That's right. We don't have to name it. He's gonna say that. We're gonna get a message that's gonna be like, "Until you sponsor me, <laughs> stop talking about my podcast." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anyway, um, sorry. So Stu, we keep getting on these tangents. Okay. So Stuart, welcome to. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I have Back one more. You. I have one more thing on the cursing. It hasn't doesn't have to do. Oh yeah, do it. Do it. Well, this is the last one. I promise. I did drop the bomb of the F in an interview, and it went incredibly well. Okay. Really. I wasn't cursing at the fella. I was just. Yeah. Him like, because, because honestly, it was an interview. I thought it was it was for a car dealership. <sighs> What they really wanted was someone to run all of their marketing, so build landing pages, run Google AdWords, run social, I mean, everything. Sure. And they had me, I thought it was a one-person interview. They put me in a room with the, they have like five dealerships with all the heads of their dealerships and their marketing guy. And I was like, okay, like I was not ready for that at all. Um, But it went really well. And actually when I did, when I said that, I kind of stopped because it wasn't intended. I let it out and then I, I didn't look. Yeah, I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing in the interview, so I didn't put any look on my face, but I just kind of paused, and the one guy was like, he's dropping the F-bomb, I like it. And <laughs> just rolled on through. And it does It the, does have a kind of like disarming quality to it, it does, in yeah. certain situations. In that situation, it did. Um, yeah. And uh, I they then they made me an offer, and it was just... I, I could refuse it. So he's like, I'm was, going to Walmart. Was that was that was <laughs> insulting. <laughs> no, it okay. was like, well, what they wanted was I wanted it, uh, to work remotely, and they wouldn't let me do that. So I thought, well, you know, I can I can work with that if you're going to pay me. You know, you're going to need to pay me fifty, you know, fifty plus annually at least. Like it just just all the work. It was way more than forty hour days, and they said, oh yeah, well we were looking more at thirty thirty five. 
See ya. Yeah. I'm not, say, I'm not trying to be a prude about it. I'm just I live in California. The cost of living is ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah. If I lived at home, if I lived in the Midwest, Missouri, where my parents live, or Indiana, where I'm from. Oh yeah. I, I think I could have made. You could retire work. on 50k yeah. in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like that's like winning the lottery. Um. So yeah. so to uh to Josh's point of it being disarming though, it, it definitely is true. It's a weird thing that I've noticed in recent years that if I'm talking to somebody and like they feel the liberty like i used to i think back in my again my more sheltered days especially as a teenager or whatever and i hear that i'm like oh this is a vile person they have said f words in front of me but now <laughs> especially in like a business setting or whatever because i do a lot of like networking and lunches and all that stuff now now when i hear that it, it is like disarming was a great word because it's like oh this person loves me like they feel yeah. comfortable enough to let their guard down yeah let their true colors show a little bit and, and say what they're actually thinking in front of me so i i personally do, i have a hard time with it like with, versus being with friends or family whatever but i have a hard time with it um just because that's just it's it's bad manners <laughs> i mean i know it sounds awful but that's just how i was raised so i'm just like i i have a hard time with it but i like it when somebody's like that with me or even a client like yeah. In yeah. sales, I hate to use the word sales or marketing, whatever, but it is what it is. Like when you're doing that sort of thing and somebody starts using that kind of vernacular, you're like, yeah, I got this. Like, exactly. I'm, I got yeah. it. Yeah. So, so there is a level of, of, there is a level of it being disarming or there's a level of comfort that comes it's, as soon as somebody starts. It almost, it almost qualifies the, the relationship yeah. too, because mm-hmm. like, Gary, I mean Gary V, like Gary Vaynerchuk is is not sponsored. One of the the smart, not sponsored, <laughs> not at all. is one of the smartest guys about any of this stuff, and he like curses like a sailor. Oh it's just part of who he is. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, he doesn't do he's it on purpose said, necessarily. It's just part of who he is. But sorry to interject. He's, no, go oh, ahead. You may be saying this. Sorry, Josh, if I steal your thunder, but he has actually said, I would, I would. I, I miss one third of the speaking engagements and the money right. from those engagements. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. But yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> like that's exactly it. Like it it qualifies his relationships. And mm-hmm. so like if if somebody if that's the thing that's going to make somebody not want to do business with him, he's like, that's fine. Yeah. You know, Doesn't like matter. moving on because it's not about the cursing. It's, it's about, about it's about the relationship and it's yeah. about who he is. As a like person. this is who I am. And if you don't accept that, then it's not a good fit. No, find somebody right. who is a good fit. Yeah. And it's it's not just about like cursing is who he is. It's about the whole it's about kind of what that I I don't know. It's hard to put into words. It's it's about what that represents, I think, yeah. and not necessarily just about the cursing. We're all saying the same yeah. thing yeah. in different ways. And I like it. Word. Right. All right, well, I'll get back on track then. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If that's good. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I where I think where I was was I was talking about uh, business owners and how they feel or any you know any new thing that you're trying or you want to do if you're going to put it out there on social media and I don't care like um I don't care if it's your it works raps or if it's your um, whatever MLM you're doing, Vaisalis, or I don't know, those are the only two I can think of off the top of my head. I know you guys probably know a multitude of them as well, but whatever it is, your newest endeavor or the one you're excited about right now, there's nothing wrong. Oh, essential oils. God. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big one. Yeah, it is. MLM, just, just first, anybody that was ah, yes. confused, MLM is multi-level marketing. Right. It's just it's yeah. pyramid marketing scheme. So yeah. the whole... 
uh, goal is for you to get other people. Someone signed you up, and they're making money off you. So right. the goal is to get other people to sign up under you, just like you signed up under so and so. You right. make more money, and they more money. And typically, money. the idea, the the way it works is. Y- you want multiples of from each person. So to be successful in 99.5% of those businesses, if somebody signed you up, your job is to go out and recruit and get at least, usually the number is two or three. And that's right. where you get the pyramid. You guys, you've seen the office episode. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, or Michael ends up in the pyramid scheme. He's like, no, 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 it's not a pyramid scheme. No, it's not. And who is I it? Is it, is it Jim? And he recruits to you guys. Yeah. And Jim just goes and draws the triangle. Around. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an actual pyramid that he's made by, re- he's like, no, I get I in the business it. and then you go under me and then you, and he draws on the board and then Jim goes up and makes an actual pyramid. On the board, yeah. <laughs> um, the example but, Mike was drawing. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 kind of how that's where it gets its name from. And again, it's not all bad. But it gets picked on these no. days. It's tough, man. Like I know there was a there was a sweet spot for a while where people were making a ton of money. What bothers me so much is that now the people that have made all the money, or continue to make the money, are the spokespeople for those companies. Yeah. So their faces on everything. They travel. They have all these engagements. And all the all the peasants come to these things, self included. I've been there. Trust me, Casey and I have yeah, spent. Yeah. We had a we had a bad phase. Um, we we really we really bought I feel in. Like everybody's had that. We phase. found yeah. yeah yeah, but we found the most expensive one. Like we we dropped like two nice. we dropped like two grand up up front Whoa. on a number of like. Yeah, and um, oh, I remember we, that we didn't make back. We didn't. Make, we did. We're st- we're still paying that back. <laughs> no, it's it's just it's it's uh, the thing. The problem with it is, you know, it's again, it's not all bad. You can be successful. I love mm-hmm. you know. I, I think selling is intriguing and and human relationships. All this stuff is fun stuff. I'm all for it, but it had its heyday, and I think now it is going to be really really hard to get into an established multi-level marketing program and be successful and i might be wrong i feel like i'm not wrong i think you have a much better shot of starting your own business you're not wrong i think you have a much better shot of starting your own business invest that time energy and money into your business something you've created and you're passionate about and it will make you dividends above what you would make if you were trying to make somebody else rich boom josh drop the mic i i well i think where you're headed Stuart, is jab 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 left hook is that where you're headed? It's right hook, but it's it's a quote from Gary. <laughs> right hook, right. Yeah. It's okay. It's it's, right it's, I had to correct. Close. Uh, I'm way too much of a on, fan. Depending on whether or not you're a southpaw. It's right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nice. Oh, you actually yeah. know boxing. Okay. I shouldn't have stepped yeah. into that. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> um, so, but that's that's where you're headed, right? It is where I'm headed. Marketers okay. ruin everything. So so tell us tell us about that philosophy. Yeah. So marketers ruin everything. So you 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 think about. I'm sure if you've signed up for anything via email anywhere, you're still getting some emails from someone, from some yes. company that's annoying. I get emails from Carter's Children's, from GQ, from a bunch of places. Groupon goods. Groupon goods. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Luckily, I have Gmail, so they sort a lot of that garbage out for me. But, right. um, yeah, marketers ruin everything. What I mean by that is email marketing back in its heyday, which was also email's heyday, was great. And it worked. Yeah. And people bought stuff. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Every once in a while... I do buy something because of an email. But Arguably, compared... email marketing is why email is such a big thing now. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Email marketing, I think, arguing. paved the way to make email as ubiquitous, ubiquitous as it is. Yes, all big words. 
But yeah, I, have, I have a college degree, but not a real one. So you got to. I don't. So you're ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have but, a fake one. You're, oh, you're the smartest guy on this podcast yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, by far. No way. So um, I love that inside I, joke that we appreciate more than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, sorry, people. Uh, so, so marketers ruin everything. Yeah. So email marketing used to be great. I'm not saying it doesn't work anymore, but it doesn't work. The percentage that it works is way down from where it used to be. And yeah. Facebook marketing still works, but guess what? Yes. It's not as great. It, it, if you see it in the middle of your timeline, it works better and you, you're more likely to click on. Whereas those ads on the side right. on your desktop, you're not so likely to click on. Why? Because marketers have ruined them. You know that that's an ad yeah. over there. Yeah. You know, we've gotten, we've gotten accustomed to ignoring those. Exactly. So marketers ruin everything. I say that and it's true. And a, a, someone that really knows marketing <sighs> will tell, will agree with that state. No, we don't ruin everything. Yeah. No, we do. I'm a marketer myself. Like we do. Yeah. So what my takeaway from that and what I've learned from, I, I'll try not to make this podcast all about Gary Vaynerchuk, but it's going to be difficult. What I've learned from he's, him. He's a smart dude. He knows. He his company does advertising for Bud Light, Pepsi, yeah. Doublelicious, Lay's potato chips. Like, there's a reason. If you, it, incidentally, if if you were paying, if anybody was paying attention when the Cubs won mm-hmm. the World Series, that, that Budweiser, it was Budweiser, right? That yep. commercial mm-hmm. that Budweiser ran, right, um, as the Cubs won the World Series, that was Gary Vaynerchuk's company that produced that commercial. That's um, cool. One of the best pieces I've ever seen. Awesome. Well. It was and incredible. It's, it's spot Which, on. What was the commercial? It's a Bud Light commercial, and it's just kind of celebrating the Cubs win. If you look up Cubs Bud Light, if you just type oh, that okay. on YouTube, okay. it should pop up. Yeah, cool. But yeah. Th- you're right, Josh. That commercial is genius. And to me, what made it the most genius was no one knew the Cubs were going to win. But right. how long did it take to produce that commercial? Like, they put a right. lot of money into a great idea that may, that could have fallen 100% flat. They never would have even been able to have used it. You know? Right. Um, anyways, so I got off track again. Marketers ruin everything, and the right marketer will, will agree with that. And that's that's um, what I was that's, – that's why what you're saying, Tyler, resonates with me about MLMs, about multi-level marketing, because like you said, for a while it was really great. And it's not saying you can't make money – money doing that anymore or that you shouldn't try like try whatever you think is going to work for you but it the landscape has become very very treacherous it's not easy it's not a quick and easy thing to get into anymore but there's always some new scheme or some new thing that's that's working better because marketers have got to keep trying a different way you've got to learn to reverse engineer things and figure out you know what what do people want now what are they looking for now what are they happy to see in their news feed that's what you've got to figure out Sure. Yeah. Well, and that's why that and, goes back to where this all started, which was that's why the the most genius way of marketing is the creepiest way of marketing, and that is yeah. that people are actually marketers are in our brains at this point. Yeah. So they are giving us what we already want. They especially this time of year, I bet they go nuts around Christmas time. Oh, people yeah. are looking things oh. up, prices and places that it's sold, and then they just get to spoon feed it to us. And that's what fascinates me about it <clears throat> is the psychology behind it. Yeah. Um, because a good, a good advertiser, a good marketer is inside people's heads. So Stuart, the, the jab, 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 right hook philosophy. Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell me what the jabs and the the hook is. I've never heard that. 
that is and you can you can expound on this Stuart but it's it's the philosophy that your jabs are you give 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 you build value you you give things away you you create disproportion, disproportionate value in that you are providing 99% of the value yeah. in the equation the consumer you're not asking for anything yeah for a very long time and then after you have built that disproportionate value Close. you have the you have the the rapport to then come in and say hey by the way would you do this one thing for me and when you get to that point if you have built that value correctly and if you are truly valuable the people that you're asking that's your so so the the providing value is your jab and then your right hook is when you come in and say would you do this for me now if you do that correctly, when you come in and say, hey, would you do this for me? When you throw that right hook, people almost feel bad no, yeah. not So this is what I you. do every day, basically, is what you're saying. It is. It is. It's, it's awesome. networking. It's, I've never it's heard it. I mean, value, I've, heard it, I've heard it put other ways, but I like that a lot. I like that, <clears throat> that the boxing analogy is always fun. Everybody wants, yeah. everybody wants a knockout. So if you, can, yeah. if you can put it in those terms, it definitely makes it more exciting. Yeah. So, Stuart, the, the idea here is that most most marketers, the way marketers ruin everything is all anybody ever throws is right hooks. Yep, absolutely. And, and that's... go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Um, so that's the that's the problem here. So instead of throwing right hooks all the time, instead of my product is the greatest, buy my product, you should see my product. What's the solution? Yes, that's good. And thanks for asking. That is a perfect question. And that's the issue that we run into so often is that again, you're excited about your product or whatever your thing is that you want to sell or tell people about, you're excited about it. And that's great. But guess what? The thing that no one wants to realize, no business owner wants to hear is your cool thing. No one else cares about. Right. They now they're going to care about, uh, um, you know, if, if your office gave away some thing to some local charity, they're going to care about that. Right. If you if you let this is sound silly, but if you if your office, your firm, your whatever allows people to bring their pets or their children to work, people are going to care about that. Right. So you you have to think outside the box with marketing nowadays, especially with social media marketing. Um, and it's got to be it's got to be it doesn't need to be off color at all because we've got plenty of that, but it does need to be out of the way and different. Right. From what other people are doing as far as pushing their product, it doesn't need to be. Um, it doesn't need to be the, the issue that I run into often with clients is that some of the stuff that I'll post or put up for them, they feel like that's not exactly what we do or like not exactly, uh, you know, what we want to show people about us and that's fine. And, you know, I try to work with people on that, but my trick for me, <clears throat> excuse me, is to, I call it bending. So I like to bend trending topics. So yes. I'm trying to think of something recent because I haven't really had a client that's allowed me the kind of freedom uh, to do this. Oh, yeah, I have. Uh, I'm one of my newer MMA clients. So did you guys see that video of the kangaroo? Yeah, the guy yeah, that yeah, yeah. Kangaroo? You both saw it. And it's I promise you, unless the people that are listening to this podcast don't believe in the interwebs, they saw it too. <laughs> yeah. So that was really popular. That was really trending. And I work for a guy that does MMA and boxing stuff. Well, the guy is the guy that you know, punch the kangaroo. It wasn't even a punch. It was more of a slap. Right. Uh, so that has nothing to do with boxing, but he did actually square up. 
And so I, I create, I found a meme that had some very bad language. I, I used the <laughs> image from it. It's just a picture of like a kangaroo. Cause those things are, some of them are really built. Like, yeah, they're scary. like jacked. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, yeah, I, kangaroo the, jack. Cause uh, <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't so even try. We're just like, doing this folks. This is <laughs> happening live. You got punny. Killing it. <clears throat> so the meme was, all right, which one of you guys uh, punched my wife while she was playing with that dog? And it's yeah. a picture of a kangaroo, and he's all jacked and angry. So I was able to use that because it's very. I actually very... saw that organically in my newsfeed. I did too. So, yes. Yeah, congrats. I did to you. too, I and that. I didn't yeah. want to comment because I'm like, because I don't like things a lot in my newsfeed, uh, and yet I expect everything I, I put out there to be liked and commented on. So make oh, sure you do. Of course. No, I, I really don't. I don't put anything. I, the only I think I've only used Facebook maybe once <clears throat> in the last six months, and that was to announce my wife was pregnant. That's it. Even that was like a tagged yeah. post, but but uh, so I but I but I <laughs> so but, he didn't really no no I, I did I I made it my cover photo okay, okay, okay so okay. that that I, at least the notification went up that my cover oh, photo changed okay. no but yeah, but the thing go. about that the, the th- I guess the point is um that I, I like I I don't when I'm scrolling through my feed I do go on there occasionally Josh and I have talked about this in the past um I'll go on there for information I don't love Facebook anymore. Be, for what it is like i it because it is a lot of either advertising or hate it's marketing dude it's marketing and hate it's the it it, it's it, there's oh, very so little yeah there's very little um there's very little substance for lack mm-hmm. of a better yeah. term because i don't no, think there is a better term. A better there's term. very That's little substance snapchat i kid you not i got probably six or seven people uh that i go to church with at the christmas party the other night they all signed up for snapchat because i was right. showing them like my stories and stuff and they were like wow this is like super fun and positive and i'm like that's the thing there's so much substance and i hate to say it cuz like it was it was like an app created for teenagers but now there's so that's, much they run the world man yeah there, there's so much positivity and substance and there's no uh uh, what's the word? There's no politics and who liked and who commented. It's all personal. If you see something, you want to make a comment. And I've got like some celebrities that inspire me. I get to see their in, inside their lives. Yep. It's so cool and positive. I can't believe it. But Snapchat has oh. now taken over my like Snapchat has now Social taken media. over where, where Facebook and Instagram used to be. That's where the attention graph is, as we call it in the business. So yeah. that's where people are going. And not not just for the reason that you're there, Tyler, although that's a great reason and that's the reason a lot of people are there. But like you said, it's an app that was built for teenagers. And guess what? That's the, that's what they said about Facebook when Facebook was on, when Facebook start, first yep. started. Was, Absolutely. Oh, it's a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, college same kids. With Instagram, same with Twitter, everything. It's, they're all going to say that. And that's why I was actually talking to someone about uh, one of my clients yesterday. Uh, he's out in Hermosa Beach. I drove out there to – actually, I drove out there for a business meeting. I ended up hanging out with him all day. Him and his wife had a great time. But – they, uh, I talked to him. He said, you know, he actually asked me at the end of the night. He said, so Stuart, because he's he's actually pretty big on YouTube. He's about to hit a million subscriptions in uh, January. Wow! And yeah, right. That's and huge. he asked me. He said, because YouTube is his bread and butter. Like that's the main thing for him. Like that's where it all goes down. That's where he makes his money. Um, and he asked me. He said, so Stuart, why am I spread across five different social media platforms? Like I don't get it. YouTube is where I'm. I'm not making money on Snapchat, man. I'm not making money on Instagram. Now, he's got a lot of followers on Snapchat, Instagram. He should hit 70,000 sometime in January as well. He's got a great following, but like, there's not really a monetization going on with that. And I told him, he asked me, why am I spread? I said, you don't want to miss anyone. Mm-hmm. And we've got to find out where the attention graph is. Right. Where, where are people going? Um, there's a, I'm trying to remember the analogy, but you know, if you, if you have one piece of cheese and five rats, 
they're all going to run to that piece of cheese until it's gone. And then once it's gone, they're going to go all looking for the next piece of cheese. So you've got to right. find out where the rats, rats being people, are going for it to, to, to engage. And honestly, Tyler, what you're saying makes so much sense because Snapchat, if, you know, if you're, you know, there's a few people I follow on there, are very few that are like celebrity celebrities, but a lot of them have a big following and I follow them and they have, I don't think it's called following exactly, but they've at some of them and added me back. And so I'm able every once in a while to interact with them. Andy Grammer actually sang my daughter happy birthday on Snapchat. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's the, that's the magic of that that social media thing the 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 attention graph where is it at where are people going because you you i've heard it said you don't have to be first to be the best yeah right and, and you don't it's true you just gotta i've, work I've connected i mean this is a side note because you said the Grammar thing it's super cool that's the yeah. other thing is i've been able to connect with people on snapchat I like I've got celebrities who I've been able to have like little back and forth conversations with. Yeah, isn't that the greatest? It's so cool. Never would have happened. Yeah. To, never would have happened anywhere no. else. Could you Facebook message them? Sure. I mean, Can and it, the, the it copy and paste response or none at all. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I was gonna say if they're even, they're probably not running that page. They probably have a private page that nobody else no, knows. That's no, usually how it goes exactly. if they have it. So they have like a, they're paying somebody to run that page. Snapchat is so Snapchat has become so personal. And I have artists that I will listen to their music for a week because I'll say something like, "Hey, I've got, um, exactly. yeah, D- Dave Barn." Well, I'm not gonna. Name. I mean, there's people yeah. that I've I've legit oh, yeah. have had conversations on Snapchat. It's the coolest thing in the world, and they they talk to you and like. This, <clears throat> this is what we're talking about when we're, like, when we're talking about building value, disproportionate value. There it is. That is that's it. Yeah, that's it right there. It makes sense. You, it's cool. You, they. For them to take time on whatever platform, Stuart, like you were saying, you don't want to miss anybody. Like for them mm-hmm. to take time on whatever platform and have a little back and forth, or to just create funny videos, or whatever. Like people, my least favorite question, two, my two least favorite questions, Stuart, when I was doing it. And I know you hear these questions all the time. Were <clears throat> like you said, why, why am I paying attention to all these other outlets? I'm not making money there. And the other, my other least favorite question was. Um, why, why, like, why can't I, no, why can't I just always sell like this, (laughs) what you, what you want to post on my page doesn't have anything to do with us. So why, like, why can't we just post about our products all the time? And the answer to both of those questions is the same. And it's about building value because Tyler, when you have a little back and forth with an artist on Snapchat or when they respond to an Instagram message or whatever it is, when they sing, Happy birthday to your daughter, mm-hmm. Stuart. You like they are they they just earned so much rapport with you, and like you're saying, Tyler, you'll listen to their music for a week straight after that. Yeah, I, I, and, yeah exactly. And not that I mean the end goal is with marketing it is to make money, but they are so they indirectly made money <laughs> off of you by creating a little bit of value sure and that that's really all it takes right Stuart? that's like that's what we're talking about is you know like i could i could be like my product is the greatest product in all the world everybody should know about my product and i should believe that if i'm an entrepreneur however nobody else is going to care about my product as much as i care about my product because it's my product they don't 
it they don't have to care about it as much as I do because it's not theirs. So they're not going to. Yep. So the point is I need to create disproportionate value and I need them to value me not for my product, but for what I can bring to their every day because nobody needs my product every day, no matter how great it is. Nope. So they need to value what I bring to them every day. And then if they're valuing what I bring to them every day, when they need my product, when the day comes that they need my product, I'm the one that they think of because we've created a relationship. Sure. Exactly. And that's where, that's where I get my right hook. Mm-hmm. Boom. And every right. time I follow Gary incessantly, I message him a lot. I don't always get an answer. I'm always commenting on his stuff. But because of the value that he's built with me, uh, every book he puts out, I buy it. Like there's yeah. not oh, a yeah. question. The book is out. I'm going to buy it. And he's put in a lot of work for that. And he yeah. actually call, he calls it the uh, Taylor Swift principle. And it's what when this you know random fan that has a birthday party – that messages or comments or tweets Taylor and says, will you please come play my birthday party? And Taylor actually shows up and does that, which she's been known to do things like that. Right. What there's, how much money did Taylor make off of that? She makes, I don't even right. know how much money she makes when she sells out places like the Staples center. I can't fathom it. Mm. She right. made nothing. She made no actual cash dollars for going to that kid's party and seeing not a dime. And if they'd tried to pay her, I'm sure she wouldn't have taken it. Right. But that's that's the principle of this jab, 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 right hook. That's a huge jab. And that's something that not that little girl is going to talk about for the rest of her life, but that little girl, her parents, everyone at that party, everyone on that girl's Facebook feed, sure. everyone that's friends with her on Snapchat, like Taylor. Like, and then us on a podcast. <laughs> now it's on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if so, it made it onto Here's a Thing, it's 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 a big deal. It's a big it's jab. It's probably yeah. a thing. Yeah. no that's really cool man i mean it makes it makes total sense and um you can always see the artist especially these days and it's it's tough to be an artist these days because now you're true color show more than ever you're not all in one big batch you it's separating the it's separating the real deals from the phonies and uh celebrities and everybody else um you know it's really showing you who cares about their fans and who appreciates Mm -hmm. where they came from and why they why they've gotten where they are and the ones that are just floating by seeing how much they can you know seeing how much they can how much money they can make how much they can get exactly. while they're doing what they do so it's yeah it all makes sense it's a right hook yeah yeah it's yeah. not a jab so <clears throat> Stuart, yes what would you say um so we talked about the problem yes. which is right hooking all the time mm-hmm. we've talked about the solution which is creating value jabbing um and then you know, choosing your right hook moment uh, wisely. Yes. What would you say? And maybe that's it. But what would you say the your the biggest lesson you've learned about creating a social media presence, marketing on social media in particular? Like, what would you say the greatest lesson you've learned about that has been since you've been doing it? Uh, so we're saying the greatest lesson I've learned when it. Just from from work experience, just yeah, whatever like whatever you've picked up, if if it's been something you read or something you experienced yourself or whatever. I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. No, but. no, no, it's good. Um, I'm trying to find a room that's going to be a little quieter here. Uh, so I would say, whew, it'll I'll probably ramble a little and come up with more than one thing, but I'd have to say, uh, yeah, you did put me on the spot. 
This was I mean, supposed it to be a think free podcast. This is not this is not um this is not a subject that I would say most people are experts in. So sure. but I feel like a lot of people listening to this podcast probably have a thing they would like to plug on social media. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't need to be super okay. deep or saying. profound or whatever. But just like it could be super practical and we could have already hit it and that's fine too. Yeah. But I yeah, I would say what I've what I've learned, obviously first and foremost, we've already been talking about this whole time, and that is that we're all excited about whatever our thing is and we want everyone to know about it. And that's great, and I respect that. And any other marketer will respect that too. I think the thing that I've learned is is you have to pay you 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 can't ignore this is gonna sound silly, you can't ignore the internet. You cannot ignore what's trending. For example, the uh, Tyler, you re- will you remember when the the power went off at the Super Bowl a little while ago? Mm-hmm. Right in the middle of halftime or some shit. Right. Oh, yep. Man. I said it. It's <laughs> uh, right. So a minute and four, an hour and four minutes, Josh. <laughs> I I already Just marked mine down because I dropped my mic a second ago. Oh, yeah. That's so great. I saw that. That's I uh, was hoping so, so. I was hoping so much that that would happen. Oh man, yeah. and that was one. That's no natural, look. That, that's no... the beauty of guests. That's the beauty of guests on this podcast. Josh and I have True. to fight weekly. You have to come into this world, and <laughs> it's so fun. Okay, sorry. Yes, I remember the power outage. It was a really big deal. Power outage, and I don't mean like half an hour in. I mean moments into that outage. Sure. Oreo tweeted and said, "You can still dunk oh. Oreos in the dark." Yep. Bam. Boom. That's and I think that's Nabisco. Maybe I should have researched that. Yeah. I think that's Nabisco. Whoever I think you're right. That who thought of that? That was and that like, Stuart. I I'm so glad you brought that moment up because that's that I think is one of the biggest recent moments in social media marketing that I can that I can think of. Gosh, man, you know, and it was so simple. That was such a. Simple it's so tweet. funny the time we live in because if you think back, I, I was listening to a podcast. Um. Well. I think you know what podcast I was listening to, but it was one with Jimmy Kimmel, and he was we actually talking. We've we've said it we've said it before. It was it was Pete Holmes's podcast. You made it weird. It's not sponsored, but it should be because we talk about it enough. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So so, and now you've got me hooked. So I mean, yeah. that's that's <laughs> two out of two of us, and you've yeah. listened too, right, Stewart? That's that's. Uh, sure, sure. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> so you should. It's really good stuff. All right. So, anyways, Jimmy Kimmel was talking. He was talking about how different things are now than they used to be. Obviously, but in terms of marketing, when something happens, and it falls right in line with what you're talking about, when something like that happens, it's first one to the punch gets it. You know, back mm-hmm. to the boxing analogy. Back in the day, that yeah. wasn't the case. Like, ten different companies would kind of advertise along, like. Maybe not the power going out at the Super Bowl, but maybe something, you know, relative, something important in the world's happening. And now a bunch of companies are trying to capitalize and it comes out in next, the you know, next week's, so next Sunday's newspaper or next week's uh, magazine, it comes out. Right. And because that's just how you would do it. Nowadays, it's instant. So that Super Bowl, which now it's even crazier than that, because that was what, five years ago, four years ago. So now stuff like that happens. I mean, it's first one to get there wins. Everybody else is a copycat. And it sucks because no matter how hard you, no matter how good you are, no matter how brilliant you are, if you're coming in three minutes after the last guy who isn't brilliant, he just was quicker, you lose. Then no one cares. And that's, that's crazy. That is, that is the conundrum. But there's also things that, that trend 
for longer than than the halftime outage at the Super Bowl. Like there's right. things like that stupid kangaroo, and there's other things that trend. The Joe Biden memes, my goodness, I think those are still, yeah. still <laughs> they're still like, going. They're still going. But you can jump I kinda, on you. I, I agree like this. with you, Tyler. The biggest payoff, the biggest payoff is when you are on top of it, like Oreo was or Nabisco was during the season. Sure, that's the biggest payoff. Yep. But Josh, where you're where you're coming from with the question and what I like is that we're trying to help people with an answer by finding out, you know, what was what I've learned so far, and and what I would say is. Y- if you can be on top of it like that, great. But if you're Joe Schmo who's just starting his business and you have no clue what you're doing, or you do have a clue, but you just don't have all kinds of time to put into marketing, you're probably not going to be on top of it like that. But what you can right. do is you can pay attention. Facebook, love or hate Facebook, and I don't blame you at all, Tyler. <laughs> Facebook is going to tell you, and there's a thing called Google Trends. Just type in Google Trends to Google. Those yep. will both tell you what Facebook is going to give you in the right sidebar, it's going to tell you what's trending right now. Twitter, you can do the same on Twitter. And then with Google search, you can just go to Google and type in Google Trends. And it will tell you right now in the world that is the Internet, what is from 1 to 10, what's the most popular thing. Your job as a marketer or as a business owner who wants to market their business is how in the world can I bend that to be remotely relevant to what I'm doing. Right. And a lot of people don't – it's very difficult for someone who's running the business and doing the marketing to come up with that because for them it's I have this great new 2 by 4 and I just want everyone to know about it. And right. I don't see how uh, you know, I can relate the fact that these you – know, uh, you know, the all these Home Depots are closing down. I cannot figure out how to relate that to a 2 by 4 Well, dude, you better figure it out yeah. because that's an easy one. But there's a lot of difficult ones. There's a lot of there's a lot of content that it's not easy to bend towards your strategy, but it can be done. Um, I'm really really grasping at straws. I know there's more than one instance where I've done this for a client. It's I, okay. So I have a client out of Wisconsin that's <laughs> snowing Christmas trees. It's an actual okay. thing, and they sell them. I don't know how many of them, but they sell them. And snowing Christmas trees. If you literally Google snowing Christmas trees, they will come up. Like I'm going to do like that. snow. Yeah. Like snow comes like, out okay, of so Christmas trees. There's, there's a base, right? And then there's a tree, and then at the top there's a little something that sprays snow down, and it just just like a water fountain. The snow comes down, fake snow, obviously comes down, and then once it gets into that that um, the bit in the bottom, I can't think of the right word. There, the base. Once it gets in that base, then it just goes right back up through the middle oh, and snows yeah. again. So it's like a fountain. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. but for them, I mean, right now is a great time. I mean, Christmas is almost here. Although I don't yeah, think they're going to be shipping anything. Slight, a little. Know. It's a little seasonal. Right, yeah. just a little bit. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, the irony the year, in the month of June would be fun, but right. But throughout the year, there's weird Christmas days. There's a there's a website I use called Checkaday.com. C h e c k i d a y dot com. And every day there's a new there's a new something. There's a new day. Like, I'm just going to read you what today's are. Answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day, Arabic Language Day, Bake Cookies Day, <laughs> Flake Appreciation Day, International Migrants Day, National Ham Salad Day, National Roast Suckling Pig Day, and National Wear a Plunger on Your Head Day. Those are all real days. <laughs> Love it. They're all real I things. can't believe I well, missed out on National Wear a Plunger on Your Head Day. If I, I was been a doing plumber, it. You mean I could have been doing that all day? I've missed so much plunger are, time. 
we got to get off here so I can go clean up my plunger, it. get it head ready. But if I was a, I'm thinking marketing. If I was a plumber, today's the day. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Plunger on your head. There's a then if I'm a, I'm wearing my outfit that says hi, my name's Roy because I'm sure that's a plumber's name. Yeah. And it says that, and I'm outside of my plumber van that has my business name on it, and I have a, I have right, it, right. I have a plunger on my head. That's the mind of a marketer. That's what you're, you're, but Roy is probably not thinking that. Roy probably has never heard of this website. Roy probably doesn't know that this day is a thing. But that's what you've got to do. That's, it's, it's finding the marketer in yourself and being able yeah. to market your business in a way that is unorthodox, that's different, and that's not like everyone else. No, you're not going to get phone calls off of your meme. But you are going to get connections off of that meme. And you are going to get people to follow you and people to comment. And you're going to be able to go and check their stuff out and comment on their stuff and make that right. connection and network and be able to bring in business from that network. Hmm, so right. my, my take on all of that, what you're saying, Josh, your question is a beautiful question. My take is use the Internet and use the tools that social media allows you to market your business. I promise you there's very few plumbers on Snapchat, but they should yeah. be there. You know what I mean? It's 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 not just Andy Grammer and Dave Barnes Barnes and and Taylor Swift and John McLaughlin like the just big time artists. That's not the only people that need to be marketing on social media. And we need to take clues from these people when they do something right. So yeah. to answer your question, I knew it would be an elongated format, but my my answer to that, Josh, is you know what's the big thing that I've learned? It's that we've got to educate ourselves on how to bend what's trending to match what we're trying to sell. Yeah. It's difficult. It's not easy because our passion is not marketing. Our passion is whatever our passion is, whatever we're trying to sell, whether we're trying to sell DVDs or we're trying to sell records or whatever we're trying to sell, that's where our passion is. It's hard to derail that for a minute and say, okay, my passion is this. But when someone gets on Facebook or Instagram, what's what's their passion? Like, what are they at? What are they here? What are they here to see? Right, right. What do they come yeah. to Instagram to see? And my least favorite posts, because I love Instagram, that's actually where I've gotten all of my business, is Instagram. Yeah. I love Instagram because, well, I'm sorry, I love Instagram for a lot of reasons. I like the engagement that it allows, but what I hate, is what I meant to say, about some posts that I see on Instagram is I'll see a picture of product, whether it's a t-shirt or it's a, a pair, of, pair of sneakers, and there's nothing. There's just that and a white background. Yeah. I hate that you sponsored that ad to me. I'm going to go find your business and not be happy with you and make sure that I, I report this ad. Because and it makes burn it to the ground. Find your business and do nothing. I'm not going to like nothing. it. I'm not going to like any of your stuff. But if it's an actual. That's like the most aggressive an, thing you can do on social media other than like leave a mean comment. Like, I'm going to go find your page and not follow you. Nothing. Yeah. That, but the to me, the irony is when I'm following a brand that I really like and then they put that post up. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm done buying your T-shirts. Right? Yeah, I'm right. From I'm right. done subscribing to whatever because why? Because I don't. I, that's not. I didn't want that in my. I didn't want that in my timeline. No. Right. So, anyways, that, like I said, that's a long answer. But the answer is, trying to divorce your passion long enough to find out what's trending and bend that content to fit your passion, because you can do it. That is extremely well said, Thanks, Stuart. You. And it. Yeah, it's a long answer, but it was a good answer. Um, so, by all means, and I like you said, I understand that that's a hard thing to do. It Most, is. 
you know, most entrepreneurs, like unless you're an entrepreneur whose marketing, whose passion is marketing, then right. that's awesome for you. Yeah. But most entrepreneurs are not passionate about marketing. They're passionate mm-hmm. about their thing. So it is difficult to do. And that's why Google and the internet is your friend. However, if it is difficult to get into that headspace, that's why people like Stuart exist. So you can hire me. Hit Stuart up. <laughs> um, and Stuart can do it for you. And then you don't have to be passionate about marketing. You can let him be, passionate, be passionate about marketing. You go. can just be passionate about your thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you. Stuart, you're a smart guy about this marketing Thank stuff. You. I got to say. Yeah, it's I, cool. We haven't had a smart guy on here before. That was. <laughs> no, this it, was is a fun change of, it was a fun change but, of pace. But, That's but not nice. Time, We've though. had guys on here before that are smart people. I have no. to. Well, <laughs> everybody, everybody except John. The guy. Oh yeah, John, John. There was the Freaking guy. John. There was the guy that asked that question about the the middle bun on the Big Mac, and I mean that that was smart. That was. A, I think that was very forward thinking. That was a smart question. <laughs> I um. No, I was just gonna say, Stuart. I I will never forget um riding in the back of that rental car that Joey and I got when we came out to visit you, and oh, me yes. just just you know perusing your brain about all things social media marketing and all that stuff and you like i filled up like five pages of my notebook with you stuff were, that's right I forgot and you had about the notebook. and you had so much you just had so much to, stuff to give. to give me and i it was that's, really I'm awesome grateful that i was able to and that's i think that's that's another thing and thank you josh i really appreciate that that's another thing though that as a person and on and whether it's on social media or marketing in general that people really need to get through their heads is yes, you've got to make money. You've got to feed your family. You've got to do all of that. Like I I get that. I'm I'm there. I have, I have a child. I live in California. This stuff is expensive. But the thing that we've got to remember is giving underestimating giving happens so much. You can't underestimate it. The amount of, and, and, and Josh, what you said just a moment ago, it really echoes with me because I don't, I don't, I know that I'm good at what I do, but I don't put myself on a high horse, but I will tell you that I've had several people and I, by several, I mean between 15 and 20 that I've talked to at length. Actually, I had a guy text me right now that says, Hey, can you do me a favor? And all we've talked about is social media marketing. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do him a favor. Do I want to? No, because I think he's kind of an a-hole. But guess what? He's going to run a brand-new gym out in Huntington yep. Beach for the UFC, and that could be a pretty good connection. Now I'm yep. going to, it's going to take me a while to get back to him because we had a phone call scheduled a couple days ago, and he bounced. I didn't hear from him. So that kind of hurt me. But yeah. the, the point that I'm making is that I don't charge people for marketing advice. Awesome. And I'm, I could. That's your jabs, you man. Could. You, you just jab. And I don't you, say that you're just you jabbing along. Say, well, that notebook's going to cost you twenty bucks. I'm just saying, like, no, I, I, I there, there's a there's a level of give that's been instilled in me from the people that I follow and from the the principles that I'm trying to my best to um, subscribe to. Like, I I want people to know. I'm not going to build you a website for free, right, but if you have a right. question about a plugin on your site, I'd love to help. If yeah. you have, you know. You know, if, if you think one of your Facebook posts is a little bit off and you want me to look at it, let's do it. If you need me to make a logo for you, it's not going to be the most amazing logo in the world, but I can do it. I'll help you. Yeah. So my, and I, and I know you guys do this as well. My thing is you, you just got to give, like you've got to learn to give and, 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 and let, let, it's funny. 
I'll I'll go on Instagram or wherever I go, and it's usually Instagram. I have um, LinkedIn. I have how many do I have? I have like 1,200, 1,300 connections on LinkedIn. I never use that thing. I should. I could make money off of it. I have no doubt. Yep. Yep. But I, I haven't used it. I use Instagram. And what happens to me so often is I'll put out a bunch of proposals. I'll see a brand. I'll comment on something. I'll shoot them a message. I'll find their email. i find out what their execs' names are. I'll shoot them all emails and just barrage them. And three or four at a time, I'll do it. And nothing happens. And I mean nothing. And then three or four days later, someone completely unrelated comes through and says, hey, I need help with my social media. What do you charge? Yeah. This has happened to me over and over again. So I don't know who believes what, and I'm not going to get into that, but I feel like if you're putting out that positive energy and you're working, and I'm not an MLM guy, I'm not trying to sign anyone up or get anyone to buy my thing, but if you're putting out that positive energy and just grinding and hustling and working, it comes back to you. It pays off. Rarely initially, yep. and and for me in my case, rarely from the – from the direct source that I wanted it or thought I needed it from, but it comes. The work it's will the, come to you. It's the law of attraction, Tyler. We just talked about <laughs> the it. Law, oh yeah, the law yeah. of attraction. Um, good stuff. Sorry, man. that was a rant. I, that was a rant. But no, it's no, good, no, man. I, I appreciate. We, it was. It was a. That was a fun. Uh, like I said, it was a fun change of pace for, for yeah. what we do because it's something that we've talked about a lot of weird things, and that's one thing we've yeah. not covered <laughs> is something that we're all three passionate about. And I'm yeah. sure a lot of listeners are passionate about. If they're still listening at this point, then they're very they're well. No, I mean they're I'm good. I mean if they're still listening at this point, it, you've helped someone because they're that means they're passionate awesome. and they're listening and they want to know more. You know they want to they want to learn and they want to soak it up like yep. a sponge, which is which is what you, you what you got to do this, this these exactly. days. And if you don't, yeah. you're gonna fall behind the eight ball and you're you're never gonna be successful. So and I do yeah. that. I I I don't want to take too much more time, but just to be to be really honest, I do. I fall behind like I'm people say and you guys, you know, Josh, you were very kind with your words like I'm on top of things. I know what's going on, but I don't read it's my worst fault. I don't I I write a lot of stuff and I read a very small amount of stuff. I just if there's a blurb like if I can if there's an article I see and I can just read the title right, and I think right. that's enough. I'm not going to read that whole article. I'm with that's you. An, that's another thing, though, that, that you got to take into consideration with social media as a business owner and let me just do this real quick and I'll let you guys get back to it. But the long form copy, which would be a Facebook or Instagram or any kind of post where someone's going to have to do an, 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 an intense amount of reading and an intense amount, by the way, in social media is four sentences going past three sentences is not the end of the world. But if you're trying to sell something or market something, don't go super in depth on any post because that is not going to help you. And that, yeah. I'm that social media creature that only wants to read just a little bit to do what I'm going to get. But what I was trying to say was I do fall behind. And there are things like I could do my work faster if I was using an app. I'm not using an app. I do everything 100% organic. I log in and out. I create my own copy. I do copy and paste what I can, but it's not much. So we all fall behind from time to time. So I just want to throw that, that little bit in there. Like if you feel like if you're listening, someone's listening or either of you guys and myself included feel like, man, I'm just, I'm falling behind. Like how am I ever even, how am I ever even, I don't think you guys feel this way at all, but a listener or two might like, yeah, okay. I have a business and I don't even know where to start or what to do. Or I, I feel so behind. Like that's natural. That's normal. That happens to the very best of us. You've just got to keep plugging away and you just got to take that first step and get started. And this is, I did not mean for this to turn into any kind of motivational thing at all. It's just more of that struck me because I've been behind and there's things that I'm behind on right now. There's uh, I need to create about 
40 pieces of copy for Christmas. I have two created. And that might not sound like much work, but a piece of copy can take me a half an hour or so. So we're going to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, I'm behind. I kind of constantly live behind. It's just where I'm. You know, I find that I function the best when I'm, like, in a hole like that, though. Like, when I'm on a crunch, that's when I function the best. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, good stuff, man. I appreciate the insight. Thanks for letting me come on. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate uh the the free advice both now and um when i was getting it from you face to face it's hopefully in the future as well yeah it's been very very valuable um tyler i'm gonna say since we are at an hour and 23 minutes well we're gonna have uh we can we can tell the listeners that next week is gonna be our it's gonna be our 2016 wrap-up episode and any yes. guests that were on a previous episode will be welcomed to come in and uh, join us. And I'm not sure who's who's going to be here. It's going to be a surprise for all of us to experience together. But it's going to be a good time. Right. And that would maybe it's be, be great. that would maybe be a better time to talk about the things uh, that we didn't get to this podcast. I will right. leave a hint on that note. If you have not Ooh. seen Rogue One and you've been meaning to get around to it, you should do that before we launch next week's episode. So if you're listening to this, it means it is Tuesday, uh, the week of Christmas, the week of, you know, Christmas is on Sunday and you've got just a few days left before we launch the big wrap up. And we are going to talk about some good things. There will be star Wars. We're going to talk about Mario run. We're going to have, we're going to play some games. It's going to be a good time. You're going to want to be part of it. I want to it's come on, come on back and listen in. Good pitch, Tyler. Thanks. Like yeah, you're like, nice. you're like, I didn't know we were doing any of that. That sounds fine. Though. Let's do it. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. I, I figured it, it's it's it's, it's like it's how we roll on the podcast. So like, if you say it, then you're you have to follow. You have to do it. You have yeah. to follow through. You and, speak it into existence. Yeah, we're gonna give away. Like, we're like giving away a thousand dollars to every listener who. No. Okay. Oh wait. No. Don't. Okay. I'm sorry. Scratch it. We're not giving away money. Not this year. I'm gonna put, more, I'm gonna put more dolphin sounds there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not obligated to do that. Um. Okay. One. One fun thing that I wanted to do before we sign off. I. Uh, I got a Marvel Comics trivia box from mm. a little girl that goes to my church who has decided that I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh man. Um. And I don't really she's know. Really she's attractive. the cutest. She's what? She's like three, four, something like that. She's a tiny little one, mm-hmm. and she's super cute. So her her parents are like they're super gracious and nice, and um, so they she got me this gift, but really they got me this gift. So it's a Marvel Comics trivia box, and I just wanted to test you guys' Marvel Comics trivia knowledge just real quick oh, man. before we sign oh, off because no. I I think this is awesome. Um, all right, so first question to you, Stuart. Oh, no. What, <laughs> what Marvel superhero uses the Sanctum Sanctorum as his base of operations? Well, if it was the Batcave and this was a DC thing, I'd be doing a lot better. I, I have no idea, man. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'll make a guess, but I... Uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum. The Green Lantern. I don't know, man. It is Doctor Strange. 
Well, if I went and watched the movie like everyone else did, I would know. <laughs> well, Stuart, you need to watch Rogue One stop first, working though, so at this hard. point. You need I'm to... watching it tonight. I literally am going to walk out the door to the theater across All the street. Right. Yeah, okay, good. You're good. going to sit so good. It's, I just can't, <clears> wait, I can't wait. wait. I can't wait to talk Stuart's about gonna it. Stuart's going to put off that Christmas copy a few more hours. going <laughs> 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 to watch Rogue Absolutely. One instead. Um, all right, Tyler, to you. Uh, what government agent slows his aging process by taking the infinity formula? Wow, this is a hard one. Government agent? Government agent. Is it like one of the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Could be. Because I don't know anything <laughs> about them. I just know the one guy. Um, <laughs> Who's the one guy? Oh, uh, what's his name? Dude, um, the one in the Avengers movies. He dies, he comes back. Colson. Colston. Oh, you were close. Colston. Colson. It's Nick Fury. Oh, really? Yeah, that makes more sense because yeah. he's around a long time. Um... <laughs> All right, last one to either one of you. Speed round. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, all right, here we go. For this. We'll, we'll make it a good one. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I gotta, I gotta make it one that I feel like you guys would get. Let's. Oh, see. don't now, now you ruined it because I'm not gonna get it, and you're, and now I look like an idiot. Which is fine. He's like, it would make it a super easy one to where if you don't get it, you're so (laughs) you're so dumb. dumb. (laughs) Just a big fat Marvel dummy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um. Oh, these are all like super. (laughs) If it's comic book stuff, it's gonna definitely go over my head. Man, these are all super obscure. Yeah, Josh is like, yeah. In what edition of the two thousand two thousand and three Marvel Spider Man? Okay, here we go. True or false, Captain America's shield is made from adamantium. True. Man, you gave us a 50-50. I'm going to go with yeah. true because I feel like you, you can't make up a word like that. And I feel like I heard it in the movies. Yeah, in his answer. That, that is false. Dang it. Ah, All I had to do was Wolver- go with the Wolverine's, other one. <laughs> Wolverine's claws and metal skeleton are made from adamantium. Uh... Captain America's shield is made from vibranium. So I did. <laughs> oh, vibranium. See, I knew that right. and I Duh. forgot. The it. other made up thing. Yeah. The other made fried bread and I was trying to figure out. Have you guys seen uh, the real Captain America shields? They have Captain America shields with no. the it's got the leather straps. It weighs like 30 pounds. Oh, wow. Super heavy. That sounds awesome. What? Yeah, it's like a it's like a It's not the one that Chris had in the movies and there's no way. Like he was jacked, but I mean, he's a very muscly guy. Um, I yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but I, I, I know that this would like probably take a bullet. I'm not kidding. It's, it's like yeah. full. It's thirty th- pounds. That's it's three. I mean, it's, it's, cool. it's three hundred. It's three hundred dollars. Which to me, oh, if you're dude. like a collector, that's that's not that's bad. That's not that bad. If you're the no, average think, person just looking at this random, I think it's too much. I think it's too much. <laughs> um, Gosh, but it's three hundred bucks. It's really, it's 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 pretty. It's cool. It's beefy. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, Josh, if you were times. on Snapchat, you would have seen it. Mm, Josh, well, I'm going to have to add Tyler after this. I, yeah, man. Actually, I'm going to add you right now, Tyler. It's just not going to happen. Scan my, can you scan set, my ghost over uh, over the interwebs? I wonder if that's possible. Uh, <gasps> oh, that's man. a fun social experiment. You're a marketer. Let's do it right now. See if you can ghost Let's scan through a uh, through a webcam. Right. Let's, we're going to see if this works we're, live. We're going to test our text, test our MacBook. Oh, i got to get my, all my dots on there. I don't think I can because it's got to be. I gotta have a pic. Oh, okay. So I'll take a picture of it, I guess, when you pull it up. Yeah, you. Hang on. Yeah, put your camera up against it, and then you touch the. That's what she said. Okay. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't resist. No, it was too easy. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. Hang on. Come on, if we can pull this off. 
go down in history as the first. We'll see what I'm going to have to like zoom in crazy on it. Should be interesting. All right, you can take it down, Tyler. Oh, okay. See, uh, yeah, like, I'm no, really it, interested to see if this works. No, it normally like you can if you just hold your finger down over top of the ghost, it will uh, it saves me. Is how that works. Yeah. See. But here's, here's the real truth about Stuart, the guy that doesn't know about Snapchat. <laughs> well, here, why don't why don't you why don't you uh, you, you can well we'll talk, I'll give you I'll send you my handle and then I'm not gonna give it yeah, to you now because I will have some listener out in South Dakota. <laughs> we don't hate South. No, we don't. We don't. It's an inside. It's we got we some of the best people we know live in South Dakota, so it's fine. It's, yeah. that's why we joke because we. All love. right. Um. So we've done We've enough, done some I things. Think. We've had a good time. Yeah. And so we're going to sign off. Uh, listeners, if you made it this far, you're my favorite. None of the other listeners are my favorite. You are my favorite. And you are special. And you are a unique snowflake. And nobody else understands you, but I understand you. And I think you're awesome and wonderful and beautiful. And I hope you have a great week. And I would like you those see those were all my jabs and here's my right hook. Oh yes. I would like you to um, to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If a friend showed you this and you're like these guys are weird, subscribe anyway. Please. And then and then maybe just check in once in a while and see if it's gotten better. I promise that we'll keep getting better. Um, rate and review the podcast. That really helps us out. That helps us get the word out to other people. iTunes will show other people the podcast. If you rate and review it, we would love five stars and kind words. But if your conscience is telling you to do three stars and medium words, we'll take that too. Uh, because we want to know how to make the podcast better. And so that's fine. You can do that. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, if you want to yell at us for, uh, making fun of South Dakota, if you would like to weigh in on the discussion about bad words if you would like to tell us uh, your biggest social media marketing struggles, if you would like to know if you can have a date with Stuart, um, I'm going to tell you how to reach out to us, <laughs> and this is how you do it. Uh, <laughs> you can email us um, at <laughs> you can email us at here's the thingcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash here's the thingcast. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash here's the thingcast, and we are on Twitter at httcast. Any of those places, you can hit us up and let's talk. Um, Stuart, I'm going to get all your stuff and we'll plug it into the, the description of the episode. You can, people can search me anywhere at Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T-M, Hardy, H-A-R-D-Y. I have the same Perfect. thing across every network. i got to plug myself. No, I, I'm glad you did because <laughs> I was going to do it if you didn't. Right, um, thank you. Stuart knows his stuff, so if you, if you are hitting a wall social media marketing wise Stuart's your guy he can he can get you out of it um Stuart thank you for your time man thank you and um Stuart Stuart and Tyler you may not know this yet uh you guys are going to be um in my wedding together dude I'm going to be in your wedding you're two of the four. Yes. Yeah. Tyler, I thought we talked we did. about this. I have a short-term go ahead. memory thing that happens. I'm going to need you to go ahead and be my best man at my what? wedding. So Why, uh, you, you've you got a few me? things you need to take care of. All right, I'll yeah. do it. Okay, good. Um, so you guys are going to be yeah, a wedding together. Yeah, that's awesome. Together, cool. So, Wait. Yeah. How uh, appropriate. So I'm looking forward to that. Stuart, I appreciate your friendship, buddy. We um, Every time we talk on the phone, it's at least – it's the same as Tyler. It's always at least an hour or more. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I never feel like it's time wasted. I very much appreciate no. it. 
and uh, we've we've come a ways mm. from when we met in college to where That's we are now, and our lives are a lot different than I think either one of us thought they would be. But um, you know, I we're here, and yep. I like it. I'm happy so to be here. I think you're doing great. And thanks, you don't need my man. approval, but I still think you're doing great. <laughs> no, I, I I appreciate it though. Yeah, man. So, um, hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Of course, Tyler. I, I, it was my pleasure, guys. It was I, good getting to get good to finally have a full fledged conversation with you in front of in front of a bunch of other people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Hey, you know I do what I can. I try. I appreciate it. I had nothing better yeah. going on. I was like, yeah, I should podcast with Josh. Yeah, I, well, I appreciate you making time. <laughs> no, it's, it's the highlight of my week, man. I love it. Yeah, I love, mine too. I love getting. You know what? Uh, another thing Jimmy Kimmel said. This last thing. Last thing. Uh, this will be my personal send off. He said thing. he fought tooth and nail to get on the radio. That's where his career started. And he yeah. told. Did you Did you hear him tell Pete Holmes this? He yeah. said he fought I, that so. Was, that's one of my favorite episodes. He said he fought so hard to get on the radio, and it just took years. He got fired, rehired, whatever, and now. You just start a podcast and do exactly what he wanted to do. Like you just, he's like, and now any idiot can just go start a podcast and get people yeah. to like them and listen and rate Add them, evidence. rate them, leave them ratings and reviews. Um, Got it. <laughs> I'm talking to right Stuart. Right. Uh, Stuart, no. I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I kind of, I, I felt all warm and fuzzy when he said that because I was like, man, I do have an yeah. opportunity. And this yeah. modern day and all the negativity and all the things we deal with, like it is super cool and positive to have a voice where people generations back had a fight so hard and a lot of them didn't get to have a voice. Um, they weren't qualified or they didn't, they just didn't meet the right people. We are like, Hey, I don't care if you don't think we're qualified, we're going to have a voice. We're on iTunes. Look yeah. us up. So suck on that suck <laughs> so suck on world it's not the message uh, i was sending because it, 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 right. it well, ended not, very it ended yeah. very aggressively we're yeah we're not gonna it. end that aggressively oh, <laughs> sorry but no it's yeah. a privilege to get to uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it back up we went right now we went like we're right here we i'm dipped. gonna bring it back up yeah, it's a privilege to get it's a privilege to get to be doing what we're doing and i'm so grateful True. and i love that we have listeners and it makes my heart super happy every time somebody says they listened um even when i don't feel good about a podcast and somebody's like hey that sounded real good or i really enjoyed that thing about <laughs> that thing like i told josh yep. somebody today was like hey i really liked when josh said that thing about blah 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 josh was like i don't remember saying that and he was like well he said it on the podcast <laughs> so yeah, after after you told me which episode it was from i remember. okay Okay. See, I, I yeah, I. But I didn't at the moment. I didn't remember it. But I'm glad he. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I love that stuff because you, you know, you, it's a privilege to get to that people yeah. that people still listen is a good is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Once we're yeah. the well, day that we're down to two listeners and we know it's just you and me, then we're like that's when we need to like re we need to sit down and have a meeting. Maybe we need to reassess. Reass- reassess. <laughs> but, What's our core values? Kind of rebuild from right. There. Right, exactly. We need <laughs> to have a, to a, a, I like a that strategy you didn't go meeting. with, then it's time to quit. No, like it's no. It's time to reassess. I like yeah. that. Get back on the horse. Yeah, we never quit. Um, Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't say it any better than that. And my voice just squeaked, so that means it's time for us to be done, me to be done in particular. So, listeners, you're awesome. You're the best. You're my favorite. And we're going to be right back here next week, same time, same place, with probably a lot more people. So you should be here, too, and we're going to have a great time. Until next week, see you later. Yes, I did that!